0: Transaction action, what's your faction. Picking up players off the wave of wire. Wow, it's a league podcast. It's a league podcast. Make
1: podcast. Welcome to the Leaguey McLeak Face Potty Podcast. the only podcast that says Well played, Dan Duncan. Well played. Dan. for an audience of no more. That 11 people, we cut it off there.
0: It's growing. It's growing all the time. Engagement is up. Fantastic, Stephen. It's the yes. biggest growing podcast for 10 yeah, I, to 11 people. It's the biggest growing podcast
1: that I host, and it's far exceeding all other records of podcasts that I've hosted.
0: You mentioned Dan Duncan. I know you two had, a, had just a shootout this past week. He beat me the week before. He's, uh, he's on a rocket ship right now. He's
1: on a chair. Um, He and I were the, he was the second most points. I was the third most points. We were both very high up in efficiency. I think we were both up in the 80s. He beat me by 10 points. And, and Rob, do you want to know the, the sad thing? What's the sad thing? I started, um, I started Khalil Herbert. Mm. I lost by eight points. I really thought I had started Elijah Mitchell. And I would have won if I did. I really thought I did. I like heard good things about him all week and I was like, glad I'm starting that guy. Oh, and okay. just completely spaced. So
0: did you uh, you, you fat fingered the Elijah Mitchell bench? I just forgot situation? who I was starting.
1: I was just like, ah, eh, I'll put him in earlier in the week and then just forgot to change it. So well played, Dan. Um, both of us played a really tight game. It was back and forth all weekend long. And I'm happy to say that uh, my favorite team won.
0: It is Potter Steve's favorite team, I believe.
1: Yes. So uh, Potter's favorite team won. Good for me, claiming this was a victory. Um. But there were other some other noticeable league news, some other noticeable anything else you like to go through and really peruse that weekly report. Is there anything else that stood out to you in that weekly report?
0: Let's see. Weekly report. Of course, you had wide receivers and tight ends that all went off. I, you know, I had Michael Carter on my bench just explode. RB1, I believe, on the week. So if, and see, You know Michael what? You did a great game. I'm rolling with him this week, Steven. I'm putting oh. him out there. Putting, putting the money where the
1: mouth is after we goaded you.
0: Leroy Jenkins. I'm going all Michael Carter. I may start James Leroy Carter, too. I don't know. Jenkins. <laughs> Dang it, Leroy. <laughs> At least I have chicken. <laughs> uh, Klein, of course. Best team. I... Uh, Bryson, let's talk about Bryson for a second. Least let's efficient talk manager, about Bryson. lowest points in a win. You mentioned that he is the luckiest um, manager in the league. You think is that is that this correct?
1: This week, this week he certainly was yeah. because this week he had he f- faced like the second or third fewest points, happened to beat them while not starting, essentially did not start a quarterback because Dak was out. Yeah. Had what I think was Michael White, the QB1 on the week. Yeah. Didn't start him. Um, James Robinson does nothing. Cole Komet does nothing. Marvin Jones does nothing. Kyler Murray gets eight total points. And so it's just all these fl- and he he certainly had some hot, some uh, some good scores. You know, there's not you uh, you're not going to win without those. But it's just um, the flukiest. He left um, one of the highest scoring linebackers, almost 30 points on the bench there, and
0: still won. I think the biggest managerial slip of this whole thing was he committed a cardinal sin to fantasy football, which is he did not move his Thursday night players into the starting position. If he had moved, uh, I don't don't remember who his QB two is. If he had removed that QB two up into the um, starting quarterback position, he may have been able to flex whoever he wanted to from that Cowboys game. Who knows? But, you know, it's mid, we're mid season now, Steven, we can't be slipping. We can't have, uh, have those little managerial mistakes everywhere. You know,
1: you can't put up an eight point zero six point game and, you know, ruin your undefeated season,
0: right? Because AJ Green just
1: didn't look your
0: way. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's I did a like, tough one.
1: I saw a meme that just said a uh, controller disconnected.
0: <laughs> I saw that too. That, that was, was good. good.
1: <laughs> All right, so those are the stat anomalies of the league, and now we get into some interesting transaction action. Overall, it was a pretty slow week.
0: Should Transaction Action have its own like song? Like you know, Transaction Action, what's your faction? Picking up players off the wave of wire. You know? I With think School it does Rock? now. I'm just, just going to clip
1: that. <laughs> Mumbling through the middle and all. Just, just clip of that. Would School and, of Rock uh,
0: sue us? They might. I don't know. I be don't careful. think
1: they can. That's got to be close to public domain, right?
0: Surely. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it is it was a slow week no big trades coming down uh, nothing to talk about there but we are in the part of the season where waiver wires really matter and we had a number of really high profile players go down that are going to miss some time so we have comerica got mcnichols that's uh ryan dunn or he called him mick Quarters, or as i like to call him mick Sacagawea dollar and he uh, was able to pick him up. And I thought this was interesting. You, Sparkle Motion, you're going to have to explain that team name in a minute, picked up Peterson. And both of those are expected to play a role in backing up um, backing up Derrick Henry, obviously, right. out for several weeks. Right. And both. Both you and Ryan went for McNichols, and then you ended up getting Peterson. So, what was the thought process of going for both of those?
0: I I prioritized Adrian Peterson over McNichols. I did kind of a you know like a Marie Kondo kind of thing with it, which is like you know which of those backups for Derek Henry, of whom I am the owner, uh, you know which of those backups you know brings me joy. Does it bring me joy to have McNichols on my team? Maybe it brings me a lot of joy to have. Adrian Peterson on my team. I'm pretty excited about that. I have him in all three of my leagues. Um, Although if a trade I made does go through in about an hour, I will have traded him away to get Mark Andrews, which I'm excited about. Yeah, Um, that
1: was a that was quite the maneuver.
0: Don't know if you saw that or not. Um, I I do have him in all three leagues currently. Um, Excited about Adrian. You know all the talking points that everyone's been spouting off the whole week. He's a downhill runner. He goes in between the tackles, blah, 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 blah. I'm just excited because I think it's low risk, high reward, and it's gonna be awesome if Adrian Peterson happens to go off in the year 2021. Who knows, anything that, could happen. That
1: would be fun to say, yeah, I picked up Adrian Peterson, you know, 36 year old Adrian Peterson, and he went off.
0: Hmm.
1: So, I'll trade you
0: So, so Ryan did snipe McNichols, eh? He also, he's, he sniped me three or four times this. He sniped me on somebody else. Uh, This week, too, it was like it was a defensive player. So, of course, I don't know their name, but uh, I think he and I look at defensive players the same way off the waiver wires. And I won't spoil anything, but we do not look at projected points. So I'll just I'll leave that there. Um, But good, good snipe there, Ryan. I think you got another linebacker that same way uh, for uh, earlier the season, too. So good job.
1: That's that's interesting. I'm wondering what that that's going to mean coming up. So trade maneuvering aside, who do you think becomes the starter? You're thinking that Peterson is going to be the one? Is it going to be a 1A and 1B, or is it going to be all Peterson?
0: I've done zero reading or even looking into this situation, to be honest with you, for what the analysts are saying. I'll just say like, if they felt like McNichols had it locked up, I don't think they would have you know, for Adrian as quickly as they did. I don't think that they're... I don't think that they see him as that workhorse back like Derrick Henry was, and if it becomes a committee there at Tennessee, then, you know, I, I don't have to start Adrian Peterson. I, I, my my assumption is that they want a- AP to take over that role, but he's been resting for half a season. He only has to play half a season. Titans have the luxury of being, I believe they're the number one seed in the AFC right now. So I don't know. It could go either way. I'm excited either way. But I would lean yeah. Adrian Peterson, of course.
1: I think that it uh, definitely has the potential. It's interesting because I feel like they don't want to use either of them as the workhorse. Because McNichols is not that downhill runner between the tackles, so it's going to be something interesting to watch. Uh, Klein also got Von Miller and Taysom Hill. Von Miller moving from Denver to, I believe, the Chargers? And No, not the Chargers. Who'd he go to?
0: He went to the uh, Rams.
1: Yes, to the Rams. So So now they've
0: got Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and one other guy, I remember who they're using. Uh, Derwin James. Yeah, well, and Floyd, my guy. I hope that he doesn't see a diminished roll up because of that, but we'll see.
1: I don't know. So defense is interesting because it's not like, oh, they brought in a good wide receiver. This other wide receiver isn't going to um, play as often now. It's It's much more like, oh, there's someone good on this side of the field now. How are they going to try and block for him? And that could sometimes yeah. open up your second guy to come in and do well. So defense is a little more its more difficult to tell with that. I'm not used to it. Uh, and the other question is, is Taysom Hill going to be the guy? Because they had a great backup performance. Taysom Hill is coming uh, back from a concussion. Yep. I think Trevor Simeon ended up starting and performing admirably. Against It was Tampa Bay's defense, which has taken a big step back this year. So he could not be the starter, uh, Trevor Simeon, that is. Uh, but it's going to affect, make America great again. Because yep. when Taysom Hill came in last year, you saw Alvin Kamara take a step back to some of those running quarterback shenanigans. So we're going to see some teams have to adjust here. And not that it mattered much, but he's also without Michael Thomas for the year, yep. as am I.
0: That's a tough one. Are you going to hold on to Michael Thomas or are you dropping him? What do you think?
1: I, I, I've I, got the IR spot. This is a dynasty league. It's been yep. two years since we've seen him be good, but I've got no value and he was great two years ago. And he's a down the field threat, which is what you need to go to Jameis Winston, who I think they want to be their quarterback. So he's going to sit in that IR spot and we'll see how he does the first few weeks once she's had like a full camp with Jameis. Um, But it's, it stinks to have that sitting in an IR spot. Fortunately, I've had Michael Pittman come in and kind of fill in that wide receiver. one B to what I was hoping AJ Brown would be and what he's finally becoming. So,
0: I am jealous of your uh, Michael Pittman situation there. I have Michael Pittman in my two other leagues. I was able to get him in the last round of each of those drafts. I knew I wasn't going to get him in this draft because Red You're Colts fans here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh, uh, no, he's so fun to watch. Uh, I'm starting him on Thursday in my other two leagues. It's going to be good to watch. I,
1: I think so. I wanted to target a lot of second-year wide receivers, and I think he's one that's going to hit for me. So... Uh, Those are the transactions to watch. And now let's get to matchups. Just like last week, we have two matchups that look pretty one-sided. So we're going to look at what those teams on the other side of the projected loss have to do to win. And then we've got three games on the bubble, and we're going to look at how it's going to break one way or the other. The first one that looks really one-sided is Maniac, Maniac on down four versus... Uh, Aaron Rodgers is very sick and lying about his vaccination status. Wow. So this one does not look like it's one-sided, but Klein doesn't have a second DB in right now. And I don't think they've calculated what Jordan Love starting could be and could mean for Devonta Adams. So I put it here.
0: Who is starting Jordan Love? Oh, it's just because he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. I see.
1: Yeah, doesn't have Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Uh, Green Bay Packers will be starting Jordan Love, um, but he needs some competent quarterback play from Jordan Love. It the game plan is get the ball to Devonta Adams. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all he has to do, and let Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon do the rest. He if he gets some competent play from that, then I think. He needs that to happen to win. And he needs Tennessee without Derrick Henry to be one-dimensional. He needs them to be going back so that Aaron Donald can just pin his ears back and rush the passer and destroy. It's still a good line, but I think that he's got to hope for that to happen.
0: Let's see. He's got Kenyon Drake currently on the bench. Kenyon Drake's interesting. What do you think... And I, I, I say this as the Josh Jacobs owner. What do you think? Uh, Kenyon Drake's got a new coach. It seems like they've been excited about utilizing him past two weeks before the bye. He scored 15 points and 20 points. Uh, well,
1: Jacobs has also been injured a couple of those past two weeks, and so I'm I'm hoping and kind of thinking as a as another Jacobs owner. Hopefully, they're thinking, hey, maybe we should. Give the ball to the running back more because we have some pretty good running backs, um, and John Gruden just wanted to throw to Darren Waller every play, yeah. which was working.
0: But you can kind That's of great. you can kind of figure that out, right? After the uh, the tenth time you see it, yeah, you should
1: be able to figure he's he's going to throw to the the really tall, really fast guy. <laughs> um, so and I, you know what? Uh, it, can be good, but it depends on it depends on um, Jones.
0: He's also got Robert Woods. So, I mean, he's got he's got a couple of guys. He's got some lineup decisions to make, I think. So, all in all, it's going to be a fun matchup to watch.
1: I think so. I think that's one. Watch Aaron Donald. Watch Jordan Love. We'll see how they do. Man, the Packers are going to look real silly if they drafted Jordan Love just to kind of say, we're in control of this team, Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron Rodgers continues to mess with the team. And then Jordan Love is bad. That's just going to look real bad on them as what should be a very good organization, historically great organization.
0: I'm going to say something controversial before we move on from this matchup. This is controversial. Klein should not be allowed to start Cordero Patterson in the wide receiver position. Cordero Patterson is a running back. He should be forced to start him as a running back. That's my, that's my two cents. And I think if he believed in Cordero, he would do that. <laughs>
1: Did you see on, oh, it was on um, Gridiron Heights, they had Cordero Patterson, and he was cooking, one, looking one way and is like, I'm Cordero Patterson. I'm a running back. And they switched to the other side. He's like, I'm Cordero Patterson. I'm a wide receiver. Oh, that's and awesome. This like two double personality thing.
0: That's awesome.
1: Another game that is looking to be a blowout is major competence versus... My favorite team? Uh, Dan's on a roll. Mm-hmm. He has beaten you. He's beaten me in the past few weeks. And it's been a tough run for competence.
0: I mean, I... Just, just look at Dan's starting. He's got Zeke, Aaron Jones, Cooper Cup. I mean, that's such a fearsome... He's got I don't care 'cause it's a it's a defensive player, but Bosa I mean, good grief. It's a it's a stacked team. I don't know I don't know how it's just now making this this big old jump.
1: It it strikes me as a team that just didn't have all those players go off on the same week. And now all of those players are hitting their stride. And you know, you'd have someone putting up twenty points one week and the other person putting up three. But that is a great team some great later mid-round drafting to get cup after going double running back early to get those two guys. Just good on you, Dan. Uh major competence, he needs McCaffrey back. McCaffrey is now eligible to return from IR. He has had trouble rushing back and rushing back from IR and then getting re-injured. We'll see how they treat that. And he needs Tannehill to go off without Henry and go off effectively. Their passing game runs through the play action. Can they do that with AP? And and you have AP.
0: Here's
1: a note. Is <laughs> the defense going to respect that as much as they did Derek Henry? And that's the real question. Because if they just play action and the defense is like, no, this man is almost as old as Tom Brady. I'm just going to destroy him. Uh, mm-hmm. Then it's the flip- not going to work. They're just going to continue going after Tannehill.
0: The flip side of that coin, though, is you don't want to be the defense that gets you know bounced on by AP, <laughs> right? So I don't know. I, I think and it's a double-edged sword there. But uh, Tannehill will, I think, likely have you know fingers crossed. I think you'll have Tulio uh, back out there along with your AJ Brown, and, and he's got assets. So I, we'll- I'm, I'm. Uh, I'm- I don't
1: want to say I'm rooting for the Texan or the, the Titans as, you know, right. just lost a very close divisional game. I've never seen a quarterback gain 10 yards and a first down on an interception. And that happened in that game. He gained yardage and got a first down on an interception because the defender then fumbled the ball. And I'm sorry I'm making you relive this, Klein. I'll move on.
0: It's a tough one. It's a tough one.
1: We have three bubble games. This one is the trade game. This is the absolute zeros versus Daket1. Big trade happened midseason. Kyler Murray for, uh, I traded Kyler Murray. to daket Daket1 for Lamar Jackson. A load, I'm forgetting everyone on my team, for Mike Williams. And for Austin Eckler. And a first round pick. And now we get to see these two teams face off. My team continues to find new and creative ways to lose games. Bryson's team continues to win despite a week of mismanagement, of uncharacteristic mismanagement. Uh, I think that zero's win if Denver is able to slow down Dallas. Rumor is Dak is going to be back, which would make it much more difficult for Denver. And they just sent Von Miller away. So that's going to make it easier. If the Rams get into a shootout, and Henderson is game-planned out, then I think that perhaps Henderson does not score the boatload of points he is projected to score, and that would work in my favor. That would not... be nice.
0: Would that... you say, Stephen, because of the blockbuster trade that you mentioned earlier, is this a revenge game?
1: Ooh, all my players are going to be extra motivated?
0: Yeah. Maybe there's like an extra element to that.
1: Mike Williams did not do well for me last week, uh, but normally confident in him, and we'll see what happens there. I think if it's a Tony Pollard day, that seals the game for Dak.
0: Not going to be a Tony Pollard day. You don't think so? No. Why is that? Well, I mean, if you're saying if it's going to be like a Tony Pollard over Zeke day, it's Mm -hmm. not going to be a Tony Pollard over Zeke day. That narrative is gone, I believe, after the first two weeks. I think people have kind of calmed down about all that.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, then we have Make Comerica Great Again versus Alex's, I don't know, third, fourth team name, The Lovable Losers. Uh, Comerica wins if good Tyler Higbee shows up. He's been a little up and down. And if Taysom Hill doesn't take the rushing TDs. Yep. Did you slide that one in there? That's a good one. I did. That's a good one.
0: I love Taysom Hill. I've always loved Taysom Hill. If I was the Camaro owner, I would not be wanting Taysom Hill to be the starting quarterback <laughs> for the Saints.
1: Did you start him at the tight end in this league last year? I did. Year that me? Okay, <laughs> I did that in two other leagues and posted the. It's an old SNL GIF of Will Ferrell as Janet Reno saying, "If fighting dirty, if I'm fighting dirty, then how come my conscience feels so clean?" So clean, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did it in all three of my leagues, and all three of them were very angry with me. You won't <laughs> believe it, but, but those leagues do get angry. I can't. I don't know why, but silly. All right.
1: I think the lo- lovable losers win if Jordan Love is the real deal.
0: Ooh, he's starting Jordan Love there in that QB2 position. That's exciting.
1: I know, right? That That's going to be something to watch. And then we have Sparkle Motion. now. Wait. At the beginning of the year. Wait, you wait. About- before
0: we before we move, I would you start Jordan Love over Ben Roethlisberger? Ben, Big Ben. Even though you you poo pooed him last week, he started. He he came out with the. Oh, I thought it was twenty. I okay, 16, still sixteen, sixteen points. But, you know he's. I don't know. He's got options there,
1: Rob. Let's say your car is dead on the side of the road. Okay. And you can call someone that knows all about modern mechanics, that can bring something over to diagnose your car. Or you can call someone that worked on Henry Ford's assembly line to come fix your car. Now, Henry Ford guy has experience.: Yeah. but who are you calling?:
0: I'd go with I'd go with the experience, you know. All right. the they know, okay. they know how the car okay. was made.
1: Okay. That's a choice you can make. <laughs> so earlier in the year you 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 talked about how Team Puppin's suds, it was always Team Puppin's Suds, and nothing was gonna change from Team Puppin's Suds, and now you're a Sparkle Motion. What happened there?
0: Yeah, it was time for a team name team name change after I didn't meet the median last week. You know, Travis Kelsey, good grief. I thought I had it locked up and the dude Can't even get five points. Uh, Anyway, uh, Sparkle Motion is a reference to the uh, cult classic Donnie Darko. There is a line in there where uh, it's one of the moms. She says, I question your commitment to Sparkle Motion. (laughs) I believe it's like the dance group that they have in there. So, yes, I went with Sparkle Motion. It makes me laugh just looking at it. I like that. There's no other reason.
1: All right, well, Sparkle wins if Michael Carter is the future. He is. Michael White. It's not Michael White, is it? I'm saying i Mike said White. That. Mike White. So we got a Mike to Mike connection here.
0: Yep.
1: Has been targeting him consistently. It's something that Zach Wilson did not do. So he could very well be.
0: Mike White understands the future.
1: That's quite the statement. He mm-hmm. understands the future. I don't understand the future. Um, now, Hotshub Time Machine has already won the best name. Correct. Uh, but they could win this game if they remember to set their roster. Not that they've not been doing that. Just we're not seeing a fair representation yet. They have a number of players on by. They have a number of players out. They got a challenge ahead of them.
0: I don't think they need to set their roster. So
1: Greg, All right. I think Greg no. could get away with it. Not That's... setting your roster is the future.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a bold it... move. I'll tell you what, I will okay. sit I will sit Derek Henry if he leaves his his Ooh. roster like it is now. You're... And out of respect for the name.
1: You're not going to get an offer quite as surreptitious as that one anywhere else. He needs Saquon Barkley to not have COVID. That would be really helpful for him. Having been out, and um, I did see he is vaccinated, and he has had a negative test today. I think he needs two negative tests a certain number of days apart. So there is hope that he will be playing. That's how the matchups look from my perspective. Anything you want to
0: add? Yeah, what do you think, Steven? Should I start Josh Jacobs, or should I start the other future of the NFL, James Conner? I don't know. I'm kind of, like, wondering if I should go full Leroy Jenkins here, you know?
1: Go full Leroy.
0: Go full Leroy? OK. Go full Leroy. All right.
1: You, you, Kenyan Drake. Also, we don't know if Josh Jenkins is healthy, but. And we do have a congratulations to hand out. And we do have a congratulations to hand out. Bryson, you've won the Survivor Challenge. Right. Congratulations.
0: Finally beat me last week. I put it all on. Uh, you know what? You won't believe it, Stephen. I thought that the Bengals were going to beat the Jets. But uh, well, I, Michael Carter had different plans.
1: Here's the thing about the Bengals. Just when you think you can trust them, they bone you. They are the bone <laughs> They are the Bungles. That's awesome. They, they exist. I stole that from Matthew Berry. Um they exist to frustrate you and to keep the state of Ohio focused on college football instead of professional football. That's why. The chili. Focus on the chili. Focus on the ice cream that's just ice cream. Um, there are things to like about Cincinnati. They just like the weirdest things about them.
0: I think BD Joe and um, Jamar Chase, I think they're exciting to watch. They
1: are going to do well. I was skeptical of that Jamar Chase pick, and it has definitely uh, proven the skeptics incorrect. And I was really paying off for them in some very, very exciting ways. So it's going to be fun to watch that develop. And just it's, AFC North is always a competitive division. I don't know how it does it. But they keep going. Uh,
0: tell me this about Jamar Chase. Would you trade him away to receive Taylor Heineke?
1: How inebriated am I in this scenario?
0: I mean, a couple of IPAs, maybe. Okay.
1: Where are my daughters? Uh,
0: as- asleep. They're gone.
1: Asleep in my home?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. Then, then, no, if no one has taken my daughters, if no one has. Oh, like,
0: I see. Okay, got it. Then,
1: no, I'm not going I was wondering go.
0: where you were going with that. Okay.
1: <laughs> it was a long walk. <laughs> All right, it's a long walk, the title of our podcast this week. But we got there. Thanks for being flexible, Rob. We had to record a day late because I wasn't feeling well. Of
0: course. I'm glad that you're feeling better and that the migraine is gone. That's nice. You've had yeah. a lot of, nice. you know, between the, the snipping and the the migraine. How's the snip thing, by the way? Everything good there?
1: Oh, yeah. Everything's good there. Um, Clyde really
0: likes it when we talk about that. You want to talk about it a favorite.
1: little bit?